Good afternoon, everybody. Minister Anthony Bonner coming to you live today on the podcast from Truth Turn Up Ministries with a word entitled The Advantage of Having an Advocate. The Advantage of Having an Advocate. As born again, blood bought, redeemed, restored, and righteous creatures of the Most High God, we have an advantage of having an advocate. But we must embed ourselves in a search for truth to go into the indefiniteness of what that means, what that provides, and what that has afforded us as kingdom citizens, as pilgrims traveling through this earthly realm, knowing that this earth is not our home, that we are visitors here, that we are the road team, that we are always under attack, that we are always at war, that we should never be comfortable in this position that we're in, that what they call life in this world is not life, what is not what considered life in the world in which we come from. Life to us is given to us through our Lord and Savior, who says that he come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. This more abundant life has nothing to do with physical comfort. It has everything to do with spiritual maturity. It has everything to do with coming out to be brought in. It has everything to do with raising your level of expectation to do the impossible, experience the impossible, and be the impossible. Knowing that your mind has been renewed to such expectations, one can assume and be assured that they're going to be on the outside. They're going to be seen as the troublemaker or the fool or foolish one. But have no fear. You have an advantage of an advocate. Let's get a true understanding of what that means. This word advantage is a condition or circumstance that puts one in a favorable or superior position. Jesus Christ has been given all power. Jesus Christ sits at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus Christ knows all things. Jesus Christ is always present. Jesus Christ is all knowing. He knows what's going to happen in the next moment as well as Tomorrow, as well as what was going to happen 15 years ago, he's omnipotent, he's omniscient, he's omnipresent. So you have a superior advantage. He created all things for his pleasure. There's none that can stay or sway his hand. There's none that can stop his movement. That's why he says in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind is a peaceful mind. A sound mind is a mind that seeks the wisdom of God. It receives the wisdom of God. It awaits instructions. It's anxious for nothing. It is anxious for nothing. That's the advantage we have. The advantage of having an advocate. An advocate, on the other hand, is a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause or policy. You have been publicly supported, my brothers and sisters. You are publicly supported. Because of what you do in private, you've aligned yourself back to the winning team. You've come back into the fold. You've laid down your life to pick up the life of Jesus Christ and further his cause. It's not about establishing your legacy or the legacy of your family. It's about continuing the, continuing the family legacy of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who's the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. The promised one to come. The one who would restore all things. The one who would be undefeated and realign all humanity, those who were willing to come in back to the perfect, perfect place of fellowship 
with the divine God from above. He supports you publicly and recommends your policy or your cause, which is the cause of the kingdom, the kingdom order. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, which starts out as small as a grain of a mustard seed, but when it is grown, it takes over everything. We thank God that it's an invisible kingdom, which means the majority of the people cannot come in because wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there be that go in thereat. But straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life and few there be that find it because this gate is invisible. It is revealed to the heart. It is not revealed to the mind and the flesh. It is found in the spirit through ordered steps, through surrender, through submission, through seeking, through hunger, through thirst, through separation in the name of Jesus. People don't want to be separated. They don't want to be singled out. They don't want to be exalted in the name of Jesus. They want to fit in. They want to be acknowledged by their peers. They want to walk the wide road, the wide gate, because people there can acknowledge their Air Jordans or their Cadillac Escalade or their house or the title behind their name or the gold teeth in their mouth or the bling bling chains or whatever it is that they find their identity in. But on the narrow road, these things matter not. They may never be seen. They're surely not valued because the people on the narrow road have a new mind. Their mind has been renewed. Their voice has been initiated to advance the agenda of another, their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the advantage of having an advocate. Let us go to the word and look at what this looked like, this advantage of having this advocate, because we're in the times you got to know who team you are, who you represent, what you standing for. Because men are coming out with all kinds of things. They're saying all kinds of things. They're presenting all kinds of cases like they have the answer. And I'm here to tell you right now, in the name of Jesus, they have no answers. They're searching for answers. When they come to you with that foolishness, we got to know that God is on our side. That he make it intercession for us. Intercession is simply one interceding on behalf of another, pleading on behalf of another. God pleads our case. He's like a lawyer before the judge. But the great thing about it is God is the judge. God is the lawyer and God is the jury. So it doesn't even matter. The outcome is going to be favorable in your behalf because he make an intercession for us. Romans 8, 34. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who maketh, who also maketh intercession for us. 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, we obviously in this particular short time that we're going to be together cannot unfold and unpack all of what was said in these powerful verses of scriptures telling you who you are, or who you could be more than conquerors, but you must be led by the spirit to get into this place. 
Because when you come into the spirit realm, you're fighting the flesh. The two war against each other. They are opposite. The flesh wars against the spirit. The spirit wars against the flesh simply because Satan wants to keep you in the flesh. But your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, wants to elevate you, promote you, and move you into the spirit so that he can be your advocate, so that you can uh, uh, receive this advantage. But Satan doesn't want you to have that. So Jesus makes intercessions on our behalf because he's on the right hand of the throne of God. He sits there and we know that no matter what he allows, the tribulation, the distress, the persecution, the famine, the nakedness, the pearl, the sword, whatever we experience, we know that God has us. He has got us in his hand that all is well, all shall be well, and that whatever it is that is coming against us shall fall to the ground and be defeated. And we have to stand on this word and believe it because carnal men and worldly Christians are going to try and persuade you or make you doubt or second guess yourself because it's not their testimony. It's not their experience. It's not their expectation, but it should be yours, my brothers and my sisters. In Romans 3 and verse 4, God forbid, yea, let God be true and every man a liar as it is written that thou mightest be justified in thy saying and mightest overcome when thou art judged. Let God be true and every man a liar. Let God be true and every man a liar. Men know not what they say. They know not what they do. They know not the way to go. They know nothing at all. It is God who's the judge. It is God who uh, bangs the gavel on the table and decides who wins and who loses. God is faithful. He's just. We have to trust him. We have to continue to operate in righteousness and expect victory over defeat, victory over death, victory over destruction, victory over everything that comes into our lives because he's the omnipotent one. Hallelujah. This is the great day of salvation that you can abide in and receive right now in the name of Jesus. You don't have to delay. You don't have to wait. You don't have to procrastinate. You don't have to put it off. Stand in the middle of it right now and receive the salvation of the Lord because God is more than able, more than able to do everything that he's spoken, everything that is written. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, my brothers and my sisters, the advantage of having an advocate, one who's on your team, on your side, who you're yoked up with, who you're teamed with, the one who is undefeated, the one who cannot be defeated, the one who makes demons tremble and flee, hallelujah, and run from their lives that they even have to ask permission to take another breath. God bless you. God keep you the advantage of having an advocate in Jesus' name.